Howdy friends. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. My son Caleb and I had to make an out and back trip to Shadron to pick up a couple of horses this week that my daughter Hannah had been working on. The radio service in that part of the world's a little sketchy, so I was glad that Caleb had some music loaded in his smartphone. His taste in music is a little unique, a blend of alternate country and cowboy music. But his playlist is used by 42 other folks, which he says in the vast world of Spotify is really not that many. I enjoyed the music because many of the songs told a story, and somewhere a seed was planted of a little story of my own. I can't sing, so I hope you don't mind me trying out a brand new poem this morning. For Creosote Pine Post, we have Mr. Dirks to thank. This one that I'm replacing was set 60 years ago by Frank. Frank Jackson was the sum and total of the crew for Mrs. Swan. I don't know if he came before or after Carl Swan had gone. What once had been a show place had sort of lost its shine. Frank had plenty on his palate trying to keep it all in line. Angus Cows had replaced the Jacks and Band of Mares. Frank did the work of several men with the hay and end repairs. There was always stacks to climb on Round Hill School's first day. Out the window through the winter we watched as Frank hauled it all away. Frank shared the big house with Mrs. Swan. The bunkhouse had caved in. He carried a stick to get by her dog that did not care for men. He got dry bread and bologna a couple times a day. The cost of tools and equipment was taken from his pay. We never gave much thought to Mrs. Swan's hard-working man. Was Frank Jackson riding for the brand or living on the lamb? He never came to ball games at the end of the ranch driveway or enjoyed the fixings at the picnic held on the school's last day. It was just across the fence. It wouldn't have been too far to go. He kept the border fences tight, but he let the thistles blow. Thin as a rail, tough as a razor strap, 40 years Frank had worked that place. He would visit for a neighbor for a spell across a fence, but a stranger would never see his face. Frank stayed on as a squatter when Mrs. Swan had passed, fought droughts, blizzards, and that dog as long as he could last. Mrs. Swan's nephew sold off the place and cut a real fat hog. The county covered Frank's final years, and Mr. Myers shot the dog. Thanks to Pa and Pastor Harder, Frank did not die cold and alone. Now laid to rest beneath the cedar, no date of birth chiseled on his stone. I hope the Lord can call it even if Frank owed society a debt. His self-inflicted solitude may not have covered all regret. On occasion I give some thought to Mrs. Swan's hard-working man. Was Frank Jackson riding for the brand or living on the lamb? I wanted to tell you homegrown listeners about an event coming up that I'm really excited to be a part of. The Tri-State Cattle Expo is hosting a two-day conference designed to celebrate cattle producers and provide the latest information impacting the industry. The expo will be held at the Gateway Civic Center in Oberlin, Kansas on December 4th and 5th. Topics will include cessation planning, heifer development, rangeland management, taxing entities, packer preferences, and much more. A wide variety of vendors will also be on hand to exhibit the latest information and products in the industry. 
I'll be the lead-off speaker both days, and I am looking forward to helping attendees start their day off with a smile. Hope to see you in Oberlin on December 4th and 5th. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. If you're looking for that perfect Christmas gift for your significant other, I would encourage you to consider a power post driver. Nothing says thanks for being a part of my world like helping them fence in theirs. Check them out at PowerPostDriver.com. They are the driving force in fencing. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, that He is raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon, I'm R.P. Smith.